Go. No Gundam forever. Or whatever Black Panther said. Talokan! It's Rise Talokan. The... It's Rise Talokan. Rise... Shut up. Shut up. I'm talking with my hands open. <laughs> like I'm Neymar. Yeah, you do the Kamehameha? Huh? You do the Kamehameha? Huh? Like, yeah, Kamehameha. Huh? Kamehameha? Uh, Kamehameha? Uh, shut the fuck <laughs> up? Yeah, you should. Alright, okay, okay. All right, all right. Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're finally back after, like, I don't know, like two months. Ever since Cobra Kai. Yeah. Dude, everyone's just been busy, and then we're waiting on Jaden, and then Jaden just like never responds. No, nope. but he's not here today. Yeah. So he did submit a review that we will go over later. But in the meantime, we are here with Thomas, Julian, and Alyssa. Hey. Hi. Oh, uh, everyone's like, ah, oh, you have no fucking energy to do this episode. All right, we're not doing the episode. Let's, like, <coughs> Sorry, I'm drinking Dr Pepper. Uh, the let me guess, the fucking raspberry <laughs> one or. The raspberry one, right? No, just just normal Dr. Oh. Pepper. Just Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it's just not always because... No, because he, he, the other day he's like, that's a really good soda. And he pointed at the raspberry. It's because they had Dr. Pepper Darkberry. Okay, whatever. But we're getting but, off track. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Alright, we're back and we're going to be talking about uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, yeah. This is a good movie. The final film of, in Phase 4. Yes, the final Phase 4 film in the MCU. It's not the end of Phase 4, but it is the second to last entry. What are you talking about? This is the final film in, in Phase 4? This is not the last project of Phase okay, 4. Okay, yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. I literally said it's not the last project of Phase 4. Okay, Damn, yeah, because we still got fucking Guardians, the Guardians, Galaxy. and then that's it. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, Phase 4, I will consider it wrapped up, even though there's not fully wrapped up, but... Um... Overall, what do you what do you want to say real quick about the phase as a whole, Brandon? What do you think? The phase was kind of traumatizing. Yeah, well, that too, I guess. Yeah, but it was kind of all over the place because we started off a phase after like two years, two years of like getting no new MCU content. Well, yeah, because yeah, of, of <coughs> COVID. A cough, cough, cough. So you start off the phase with WandaVision. Everyone's just like so excited because we're getting something new, and everyone's obsessed with Wanda and Vision. I'm like, guys, it's not that deep. Okay. First, first, first introduction of TV shows from the Marvel Universe. Exactly. So they were trying a lot of new things with Phase 4. They were trying to introduce all these new characters, trying to continue older characters. Like, they're a bunch of, like, legacy type of shit. And, of course, one of these films were Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. I don't think it was even going to be called Wakanda Forever. I think it was probably going to be Black Panther or something else. Two. But, of course, back in August of 2020... The Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman, passed away after a four-year battle with colon cancer. Uh, a private battle. It was a shock, honestly. Yeah, because nobody knew that he had it until, well, he died. Like, not Ryan Coogler, not any of the cast. I don't think Kevin Feige even knew either. Yeah, just... Kevin Feige was like, like he, he was just, his, he said he was devastated because he had no idea. Yeah. And, you know. So the only people that knew were like his family and the people who hired him. <laughs> Not really. He, the, he said the only people that knew were like his family, and that's it. Because it was very private. He didn't tell like nobody at Marvel knew. Basically, jeez. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of. Does that mean they panicked? They, I'm pretty sure they kind of did because like everybody loved Black Panther and like they probably had a lot of plans of probably him make being maybe one of the new faces of MCU going forward, but mm. just having him just pass away kind of probably didn't do much, I guess, for them. 
for the character Something. of T'Challa. So, of course, they wanted to, you know, make the make make another Black Panther film, but how do you do that without the Black Panther? Black Panther. Well, T'Challa, to be specifically. So, that's what we're going to be talking about, is why and how this movie was made, and then what our thoughts were on this movie. And why I think this probably had to be the hardest film that anyone's probably ever worked on in the MCU, besides whatever Secret Wars is coming out. But anyways... Hey, uh, why don't you start us off, Julian? Alright, so, um, I will say, like, kind of elaborating on what Brandon says, this movie, um, they, the, the filmmakers themselves, they said this was probably one of the hardest things they've had to do, you know? Because, like, it's, it's how do you continue, you know, from this point on, when your main, when the main actor isn't here anymore, but... You know, I had confidence because, you know, I like the first Black Panther. It's, I feel like it's mixed with a lot of people, but, like, personally, I liked it. Um, you know, Chadwick Boseman was one of the best parts. Uh, it was very entertaining. I liked it. And then this one, I was looking forward to it. And, you know, it was, it was definitely one of the best films I've seen throughout the whole year. And probably one of the best in Phase 4. But, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. The, uh, I don't know what else to say because, you know, yeah, it's been out for a while. And everybody has their thoughts about it. You know, everyone has um, really divided thoughts on this. Like, you have those stupid challenges like woke, 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 and then you have the other ones are like they should have recast as T'Challa, which we'll get into. And then like the ones yeah. that say this is Oscar worthy, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, guys, like calm down. Yeah, and I really want to touch on this about people calling it woke. Uh, it's not really woke, you know. I think the people are saying that are just... Go ahead, Thomas. It's not woke to the extent that people are saying that it's woke. Yeah, people just, you know, they see, like, you know, Marvel doing different representations of different cultures and, you know, casting, like, different, you know, minorities in roles. And a lot of the the automatic assumption for a lot of that is, like, oh, they're just trying to be woke. And it's not that, I mean... Like, Black Panther, the character, he was written by, you know, two white guys, so it's not really woke, you know, because yeah, I mean, it'd like, be different, you know? I don't understand, like, of course, there, I, I will always disagree with this because people were saying, he's like the first black superhero out there. I'm like, wrong, that's Blade, and that came out in 1998, so get your facts right. But, of course, culturally, he to everybody, he was like the first mainstream black superhero. So, like, you finally yeah. have an audience of people who relate to a character like that and of course they introduce new newer characters like Gugukan as aka Namor, Namor aka the feather super yes. god who um, um they changed his whole backstory I feel in a way yeah because of course you had a, a, Namor in the comics the Submariner he was real of Atlantis and he was kind of an asshole and of course he was rivals was like everybody and he was in love with Sue Storm but of course, since we don't have Fantastic Four yet, they wanted... And also, you got Aquaman as well. So why would you have MCU Atlantis and DC Atlantis when you could just yeah actually make kind of, something new? Exactly. And that's what exactly they did with like Mesoamerican uh, backstory with Namor. As in Vibranium... Okay, okay, okay. We're going to get to spoilers, of course, because that's what we always do. Um... Mm-hmm. So, 
So what they did is, I like this concept where Vibranium didn't just land in Wakanda, it probably could have landed somewhere else on the planet. Because of course, like when a meteor hits Earth, it kind of splits it in chunks too. So one mm -hmm. portion landed near Mesoamerica in the water, and the ancient uh, people, I don't remember what they were called, I probably have to do more research on that. But they ingested, of course, uh, like a seaweed, uh, soiled vibranium, and they turned into blue uh, Thalokans. Not Atlanteans, guys. Come on. Look at Jaden putting Atlant Atlantis in his review. But anyways, and they become basically fish people, but Namor was born to a lady who ingested the herb, so he was born as the first mutant, technically. In the comics, he was also the first mutant. Like, pu public public wise, when they published his comics, he was the first mutant. I think, I don't know. And he was like one of the first heroes. Exactly. In comics too. Exactly. So he he, came... he was a mutant. Yeah. Mutant. So and keep... yeah, go ahead. My yeah, no, go ahead. No, you can go. And like when he was like, I was a mutant. So now I'm like, all right, Marvel is fully going into mutant territory. Because before it was Inhumans, you know, and now it's mutants. Because you have uh, Namor. Um, spoilers for Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's a mutant in the MCU. So now I'm kind of like they're full forward going with mutant stuff. So uh, I thought that was a cool touch. Because I mean, he was a mutant in the comics, and then I was like, uh, he's probably gonna get called an Inhuman, and they're like, oh no, he's a mutant. And I was like, sick. But yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, well, the first mutant, and, like, he he's 500 years old. Like, he's really fucking old. So, yeah, I wouldn't know. He's not as old as Thor, because Thor's, like, 1,500, blah, blah, blah. But he's mm -hmm. been on Earth for, like, a while. Like, he's seen what the surface world has done, and he hates the surface world, because <laughs> we're, we're terrible people, guys. We're killing the oceans. We're killing each other for resources. Ah, funny. Um, yeah. Not really funny, but, so... When in the first movie, if you haven't seen the first movie, but it's been like how many years? Like six years, four, four. years, four, four. Really? It's the first movie. Yeah. The first movie. Yeah. Uh, the child decided to make Wakanda public. Like we have access to a lot of vibranium, and we're actually a high tech uh, civilization. That kind of put Talokan. That's what they call Atlantis. So, which is actually like an ancient city, and like that people thought existed back in the day. Like, look it up. But it's not spelled the K. It's spelled the C. So I don't know why they kind of changed it. So that kind of put his country. Okay, is badass. Yeah, of course they put Talokan into jeopardy because now countries guess what they want vibranium, and they believe that there's probably other traces of vibranium. So Wakandans like, yeah, we you guys don't deserve vibranium because you guys are kind of pieces of shit. So I mean, they're not wrong. I mean, they're not. I mean, they kept vibranium to themselves for like hundreds of years and never had a problem. Like they never, they were all united. Of course, until Killmonger came in. Sup, Auntie. Um, and he kind of just mm -hmm. ruined everything, but they kind of got over that. I'm glad they didn't gloss over that, too. Like, yeah, you, this fucking shit happened, and everyone's just, everyone's just blaming the shit out of each other, because Killmonger was able to easily infiltrate, and, um, like, take down take Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, like, with ease. So, like, it's good that they're, like, everyone's just bagging on each other, like, yeah, this fucking happened because of you guys, I get, 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 so. So now, Namor... In Jane's review, he explains it a little bit better. Like, he's not... Namor was a decent villain. Killmonger was a better villain. But Namor was a better character. As in, he had 
better motivations and he had like an actual like reason why he wanted to like start a war. Killmonger, of course, <clears throat> he did all this because his he found his daddy with panther claws in his uh, chest and he got mad. Which, you know, it's understandable, but like he's kind of a hypocrite and because it's all... he's all about you could have helped our brothers and sisters around the world, but you killed your own brothers and sisters to get to Wakanda. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. So and it's all really social commentary too. Like the first one, you know, like not to get super duper political, but in the first one, it's definitely you know about like how minorities around the world, like especially black people too, they like you know they've been struggled and they're like you know enslaved and stuff throughout the years. Yeah. And and then too, you know, like kind of like uh you know the surface world, we're kind of just like destroying the earth and. All for resources. Uh, they even said, like, better. yeah, pretty much, yeah. And honestly, I don't really see Namor as, like, a super villain. I mean, yeah, he does want to, you know, attack the surface world, but he has his reasons for it, you know. It's the same with Killmonger. But Killmonger was more so out for revenge, and Namor was more, like, for protection of his people. Because he was, like, you know, everything I do, I do for my people. Because, like, you know, they look up to me, and I want to be, like, their savior. So yeah, because like to to yeah. his people, he's a god. Like mm-hmm. he was first born Talokan. He has wings on his fucking ankles. I'm glad they kept that. Um, mm-hmm. And he has pointy ears. Black Adam, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they see him as a god, and he's lived. He's outlived probably almost all of them. So like, of course, they see him as a god, and they bring up a good point. Like everybody wanted to kill him in the movie. Like yeah, he's gonna fucking kill us. We gotta kill him first. But then they bring up a good point, like, if we kill him, like, we're gonna have internal war, because you kill someone's god, everyone's gonna be mad about it, because he needs something to believe in, so, you know? And also, Talo Khan, they have, like, a huge army, basically. Yeah, I like how he's very confident about, like, you guys might be, you know, technologically advanced, but you cannot win a war against us, because we're better. I have more soldiers than this country has blades of grass. And fucking, and fucking, uh, you get, they stab him, like, the stomach and shit, and they're like, yeah, no, we're good. Like, they're fucking strong, too. They're not, like, regular, like, dumb fucking, like, robot villains that die instantly. They fucking get back up and, like, yeah, uh, I can kick your ass, sorry. So. Like, Akoya beat their ass and they all got back up. Yeah, so, like, you could tell, like, he had full confidence in his army and his people that, yeah, we could take over the world we fucking wanted because no one can stop us. Because we have Vibranium and we have the power of the seas on our hands because they can go underwater. Well, kind of most of us Pretty couldn't. Much, yeah. Like, even towards, like, the end where they try to find the water, like, I, I'll get into that because that was kind of a stupid idea, but that's whatever. But, um, yeah. you guys have any other thoughts? Uh, the way they handled the, like, drama in the movie is pretty good. Like, how quiet yeah, it is in the yeah. beginning and everything. Like, what I was thinking back to is that I saw somebody post about how they referenced, um, um, Namor, um, what, in Endgame or something like that, or? Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they, they, I can't remember, they but Okoye was talking earthquake under the water or something like that. I can't yeah. remember exactly what it was, but I think they tried referencing that a while back, and... I, I just want to say that the representation is, was done really freaking good for everybody. The representation for the funeral, the representation for Namor and 
well done, in my opinion. And for people that do say that it's woke, it's that's kind of, like, dumb to say. Because, like, it should already be known. But they're not trying to be woke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like this movie was woke at all. I didn't even think the first one was that woke. Like, I don't understand, like, oh, what, um, they're explaining what woke is, so. I think more people, a lot of people's definition of woke is when they cast a minority, like a person of color or someone that's LGBTQ, you know? People just, like, automatically consider that to be woke sometimes. And like, especially, especially if your whole cast is considered like that, yeah. I mean, like, like yeah. I understand. It it should not be a problem because they know that Marvel will try to do everything down to the very last bit to make sure it's perfect. You know what I mean? And for mm-hmm. people to just be like, "Oh, it's woke," it's all like, "Yeah, I love the representation. We deserve that. Thank you very much." But I also think we should focus on a comic that we really get excited for more than a political view. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a problem. People just make it a problem. They make everybody makes things a problem that aren't a problem. Yeah, pretty it's much. Honestly, you know what? Like... And when the first when they announced the movie, like of course, like who the hell's gonna be the villain? Everyone just assumed like there's not gonna be a villain. I'm like, we could probably bring Namor into this, and they never really announced who was gonna be playing Namor until like Comic Con. Like you know how they usually like, oh, this guy's gonna play this character in this movie, mm-hmm. and it's like a high profile actor. But like with this guy, uh, what's his name? Like Tenoch Huerta. That's his name. Tenoch Huerta, yeah. Yeah. He's a big actor in Mexico. He was in that uh, Narcos Mexico show. Yeah. So he's oh, yeah. not really like super known in Hollywood, but in Mexico, he is a pretty big star from what I know. Yeah, and... like I didn't know he was playing him to the trail. I'm like, who's playing Namor? And I check, and like, it's this guy. Like, like of course I never heard of him before, but like, you would think yeah. that would they make like a really big announcement on like Namor because Namor is a pretty big character. Like everyone knows who Namor is. So, well, mm-hmm. most people, most comic I think they fans. didn't, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like for this one, um, if they announce it, a lot of people would be like, who the hell is that, you know? Like, I kind of knew where who he was, because I was like, oh, not it was my brother and my dad watched that, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's that dude. And now this movie actually, um, I'm not going to say it jumps out of his career, but it, it jumps out of his career in Hollywood. Because he was really an unknown in Hollywood, you know? Like, not a lot of people knew him in Hollywood. But now this movie, you know, it's worldwide. Everybody's seen it almost, you know. And he's now, like, really popular. And people want to see more of him as Namor. And that's pretty cool, honestly. Um... (laughs) Also, really quick. People were dogging on him because in one of the trailers, they were expecting him to be, like, a ripped superhuman god. And like that's not what they're going for. They're going for like a swimmer's body. Namor was saying like yeah, and yeah. You know what? I, people are like, oh, he's not ripped enough. Like yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, dude, shut up. And and also like it's good the way that he did. And yeah. I think we're just a little bit too um, used to the really buff look. You know what I mean? But Namor mm-hmm. never had a problem with anybody until now. You know what I mean? So you shouldn't expect this god to be very heavy built and. You know, crazy, like, good-looking and everything. And I don't mind... Yeah, he's a swimmer. He has a body... Literally no problems with anybody. So why should he be built up like that? Because he kept himself and his entire um, city a secret. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... 
I remember, remember the post I sent you guys where the in the trailer, like he's like, oh, he's wearing underwear the, the entire movie. You can see a certain thing. And then I sent you guys the post where, like, during the movie, they they CGI that certain thing a little bit flatter. What? Uh oh. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about this now. big bulge. Because of course, me and Brandon, we watched it last night, and then we <laughs> still saw it. Yeah, like, like dude. You could see it, but then you could tell they they definely CG the fucking they CGI'd it to be smaller, so you can't tell if he has it. Like you know how we were campaigning for the Snyder cut. Yeah, now we <laughs> want kidding. the, the Namor bulge cut. But, um, <laughs> otherwise, just kidding. No. For a dramatic film, is is perfect. I like out of the MCU, this feels like one of those like drama films of like about grief and loss and acceptance. It's pretty good because you can see that the child is okay. Spoiler alert: uh, the child dies in this movie. Um, dies in the movie? Yeah, he uh, dies off screen, unfortunately, because they. I mean, I'm pretty. Or like sure. they just say how he died. Yeah. So, so okay, so he dies of an illness. Yeah, but and I I just wonder what it is because he probably was still Black Panther. And in the beginning, like, we see Shuri making, the, like, the new herb, right? But why would she make another herb if he already has the Black Panther powers that help him heal? Like, I, that's something I don't understand. Like, did he, like, take it, like, yeah, I don't want to be Black Panther anymore, and I'm going to, like, untake my powers away. Like, what? Like, what was the herb really going to do if he if he would had the illness while he was Black Panther and had the powers? You know? I always wonder, like, what was the herb going to do? Like, give him super more Black Panther powers or, like... It just cures illness. Like, I don't understand. But, yeah, he died, and you can tell that it affects everybody differently. Like, his mom, like the Queen Ramonda, she's already in the acceptance stage. She accepted that he's gone, her husband's gone, and she's gone. Shuri is more of, like, right now... Guilt. I wouldn't... I don't know. Like, guilt? I don't know about... I think she does. Yeah, she... I think she's really just angry. Well, Well... well, the Chala, yeah, she never accepted his death because she was more in, like, kind of uh, weird denial, anger state. Because, remember, she's like, if I think about my brother, I'm going to burn the whole world down. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, then... Also... What? She was, like, you know... she. I think she yeah. does feel guilty because um, she realizes, like, you know... She was also angry also. Like, I could have saved my brother. She was angry at Killmonger a lot because he burned all the heart-shaped herbs. And she was, like, kind of find, trying to find something to blame it on. So she blames him on Killmonger that he died. And that she, like, buried herself in technology. Yeah. And, like, that was her whole thing in this whole movie. She's, like, really focused on her technology and, like, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't like the... Like, not really healthy. Yeah, it's it's more like she doesn't accept the ways, like, oh, like, the ancestor plane and all that stuff because, like, her entire life she's been around technology and technology is the only thing that hasn't let her down. So, for her to, like, say, yeah, um, I'm not doing this shit. Uh, oh, you thought my brother was there? No, it's just a construct of your mind to make yourself feel better that he died. Like, that was kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But you could tell. Uh, also. Yeah, like, when I was watching... Um, sorry. When I was watching the movie, it, like, really hit home to me. And, like, I don't want to be that person on the podcast that's like, oh, I lost somebody. But, like, you know, I'll be honest. I did. And when you watch this movie... I-
through. And, like, I could definitely see Shorty's point of view, especially about, like, an illness that she could have, like, at least figured out a probability to, like, help um, T'Challa. And it's all, like, um, it's very relatable to losing people to cancer, losing people to COVID, and, like, many other illnesses. And seeing Shorty's anger... It's just very surreal while you're watching it and seeing how people around you try to keep living their best life, but there's something stuck in the back of your mind knowing that you could have done something. And it's pretty crazy of how, like, real it all felt. Yeah, I mean, she even said that, like, she didn't know until he told her. So, um, because she's like, I could have, if I would have known earlier, like, I would have done everything. I would have had more time. Like, she spent more time trying to figure out a way to save him than accepting the fact that she couldn't, and she wasn't there when he died, unfortunately. She was in that lab the entire time, and... I don't know, it's just sad. <coughs> like, mm-hmm. th- I mean, I can't relate to it, unfortunately. Like, I don't know how, what I'm gonna do in the future in case something like that happens, but... Um... I don't know, it's just, you can see the one way of one person dealing with death. You have her doing it. Oh, someone's making me echo. Thomas. Sorry. Uh, what was it, Nakia? Like, they were, a, they're like a thing, and you could tell, well, for her, it looks like she didn't die in the snap. Like, she, she lived. So, she and the queen, I think, had to deal with losing the child twice. And I think this takes place, mm-hmm. like, a few months after Endgame. Well, I don't know, because it does, it happens, and then it's a year jump, so a time jump of a year. Yeah, because... So I think it's like a year after Endgame at the most. Yeah, and then he got sick, and then he died again. So, like, you you lose the person you love for six, like, for, like, five years, he comes back, and then you lose him again. So, for, like, for her, she just had the, she just left. Like, she couldn't deal with facing, like, the people, and then, of course... Okoye? I'm I'm trying to figure out what she was trying to do. Like, she was sad, yeah, but like I don't under I don't remember what how the death of the child kind of affected her or Umbaku specifically. Like, of course, it affected like the Wakandans, but like Okoye, she didn't like. I think she might have just been throwing herself into like you know being a Dora Milaje, and Umbaku was just going on about say like, oh, he died. Oof. Yeah. Oh, so like. I, oh. I wish those were two characters that kind of had a little bit more depth into them. So I mean, honestly, I will. I kind of have like a counter to that. This movie definitely uh, it, inv- it takes advantage of the side characters because they are side characters. And how do you make a movie with just side characters? You know, right? Like, and they did a pretty good job, honestly. Like Angela Bassett, she is acting like you know. Oscar worthy, I will say. <laughs> she kind of carries a really the, good the, movie. the first part of the movie. She carries a whole. Uh, yeah, I have to give her that. Um, Okoye, she does a pretty good job too. You know, like I she's l- kind of like mm-hmm. I know you mean. when the when she brings up when uh the queen brings up the Killmonger receipts. Yeah, like after Shuri gets taken, yeah, I was like, damn. That was, that was that's what I like because like she try to get a free pass saying, like, I gave everything for this country. And the queen's like, bitch, you didn't. You let Killmonger, like, take the throne. And she, and mm-hmm. you let, I had to go seek M'Baku for protection, because you definitely wouldn't have given it to me. And her husband siding yeah. with uh, Killmonger as well. So, she called her out on that. 
But it's because yeah. she was so stuck in her ways of, like, you know, culture and, like, uh, what's the word? Uh, tradition that... Loyalty. Yeah, so... Because she like, is, like, yeah. you know, supposed to... Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Like, she's uh, loyal to the throne. She was like, I'm loyal to the throne no matter who sits on it. <clears throat> and it kind of came back to bite her in the ass. Yes. When the queen was like, yeah, you kind of helped a, you know, tyrannical dictator in a way. And you so, lost my daughter. Uh, so. fired. Yeah, fired. Yeah. So I like that scene a lot because, mm-hmm. like, really, yeah, the queen pretty, pretty much at that moment lost everything for her country. She lost her mm-hmm. husband. She lost her... Her son and her daughter, probably. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's so yeah. She carried yeah. the the first half until you know Namor shows up to Wakanda's. Like, yeah, you know that could have been avoided if fucking because like of course like Shuri was never kidnapped. She willingly went to Talokan, which is amazing. Like the the song that was playing while they were going through Talokan and seeing how the civilization is, it was perfect. Like, oh my god, like. That's probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Yeah. Because you, you kind of see the similarities between Talokan and Wakanda. So you're kind of like, uh, you know, you're divided on what you want to, like, you know, root for. Yeah, because, but, you know. Like, they're just, they're innocent people who just want to live mm-hmm. away from the world. Because they, like, back then, they've, they know the history. They know that uh, their kind has been, you know abused in a way so they don't want to go back humans to yeah so you know you can understand like namor he saw it too like when he went to go try and bury his mom he he literally showed up at like some plantation and the spanish conquistadors yeah were, like, and he like killed everybody because they were like beating everybody and he's just like yeah i don't mm-hmm. love the surface world anymore even though i'm like i'm human technically kind of like he doesn't have love for them because they've just been fighting for resources for like ever like we're st- still doing it to this day so, and of course, like, he, Namor was like, he had hope of, you know, partnership. But they go in, sneak what? in, kill two innocent Talokans, and, like, leave. So, you know, that's, that's a no-no. So, I go got, ahead, like, Lista. a question. Was Namor snapped in the blip or no? Because I know that um, he would have went. Oh, uh, you know what? I don't know. City. They never, said, like, they never said, they never said what happened. Know. Yeah, they never described anything about the blip or anything. It's so far gone at this point that people are like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of, that's the one thing I don't like right now about Phase 4, is they're not really talking that much about the fucking blip. Like, Phase oh, 4 could like they should. They don't, they don't have to, don't though. Have to, yeah, but, thing. like, it's interesting of what happened within five years. Like, I can get, like, oh, one-year time, Jim, but, like, five fucking years? Like, a lot, that could be a lot of stories, like, right there. It's a, yeah. I mean, because so, right. it, this movie right. takes place Guess in twenty twenty five. Guess so. what? What? So right now, um, next year, we're supposed to be living in post blip world. Right. In our timeline. I know, right? We're catching the up. MCU, that is pretty crazy that five years have ahead. gone by. Oh yeah, we're catching up. That's crazy. <laughs> My fucking god. Slowly though, because. This movie takes place in 2025, so... Yeah, so this is, like, the... F- kind of. This is, like, the most recent in the timeline so far. So, um... I think it's the furthest along. Yeah, so... But back to what I was saying, like, you had two... You had, a, you had two of your Talokans who were, you know... During their job, they're like, yeah, we're, like... 
looking after the princess in their uh, new, newly established character, Riri Williams, who is a character in the comics called Ironheart, who wasn't bad. I mean, she wasn't annoying. Like, everyone... She's a comic character. Like, I don't know why people yeah, say, oh, people she's are... just a black lady Iron Man. I'm like, well, she's her own character in the comics. Yeah. The thing that I'll say is the... that... The only thing that I'll say is that some of her acting was a little bit questionable at moments. That's yeah. all. But, like, like, though. Her character wasn't annoying. Like, oh, like you're a kid from America, and, like, you are gonna get fucking kidnapped by uh, a god... Uh, Fire Serpent God, and you go to Wakanda, and like you see all this things. Like, dude, what the fuck? I'm gonna be like, goddamn, bro. Like, how people would you... are like, like she's just a girl Iron Man. I'm like, I mean, not really. Not really, because you know her like, the characters machine... are really different. Like nobody bags on War Machine because War Machine is just Iron Man who went to the military. Except Pretty he's not. Much. He he is not smart, and Harley he's not that. Like I don't, I don't understand people sometimes. Like they're actual established comic characters. Like if you like would know their character and know how they are. But uh, yeah, her character is all right. I mean, like if needed be, she was kind of a MacGuffin in the beginning, and then she wasn't anymore. You know what I mean? Like oh, she's like the motivation she was... for them to go find. For like yeah, England. I was then, like, thinking about that honestly. Yeah, and then after the fact, like okay, like. I mean, of course she was important because, of course, like, sadly, Queen, the queen, uh, she dies protecting her. Or, like, well, she, well, she dies her. saving her, even though I thought she was going to live because it didn't show her, like, you know, passing out or anything. She just, they both float up and they both drown. And fucking Namor just literally flying there, like, ah, get, 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 I'll come back and wash Wakanda out of the face of the earth. Like, he says earth like my mom. Hey, hey, hey. He says like my mom. So I was like, oh my god. English e- English wasn't his first language. I, yeah, I understand. I understand. Like I know. But, but er, er, when you it said could have been worse. Yeah, when you said Earth, it sounded like my mom. I was like, oh, that's funny. But like, he was just like, yeah, I'll come back in a week. And you need to like, this is, this, I told you can't win against me. Uh, get, get, get by. Like, that straight line, up. That was hard, though. He goes, what is, was it? Bury your dead, mourn your losses. He goes, you are queen now. And I was like, damn. And he just left. <laughs> he just left. Like, you, you tell... He was, he was trying to be nice. He literally was trying to be nice. Like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I will kill the world because... I mean, okay, but, like, he wasn't gonna... He was threatening, like, yeah, I'll, like, kill her, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't do anything. Wakanda's like, yeah, let's kill two innocent Telekins. And that's when he got mad because... He was, he was really hoping for a partnership. And they're like, no, we're gonna kill two of your people. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. That's and kind honestly, of Wakanda's fault. Was... Like, here's the it thing. Was... That's... That's not Shuri's fault. That's not their fault. That's the queen's fault. And um, fucking what's her name? Uh, Nakia. But even Shuri was trying to save the girl. Like, yeah, let me save her. Like, no, she I shot her with like, something. The, she's gonna die. Bye. The elders too. Like, the elders that were in the throne room. They were all like, yeah, let's kill Namor. Or one of them was like, kill the girl. You know. Yeah. No. But so really, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was their fault. I mean, they didn't have to kill, but oh well. And then, of course, we get another little, like, fast funeral. Or, oh, yeah, like, she's crying. And the next scene, oh, she's dressed in white. Yeah, the queen died, so. And then they all go, mm-hmm. you know, refugee in the mountains. And argue again because, oh, my God, like, our people are freaking dying because of our choices. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Stupid. Stupid! And then Shuri 
Sherry decides, you know what, it's time to recreate the heart-shaped herb. And I honestly, I like that scene where she's, like, doing it. And, you know, you're getting shown the Wakandans taking refuge in the mountains and stuff. And uh, it was pretty cool. And they're, like, trying to figure out how to defeat Namor. Because, you know, he just seems unstoppable. Like, he's really OP, but he kind of has a shitty weakness. Like, all you gotta do is bring him to Tucson. There you go. Bring him to the desert. Just, just dehydrate them. Yeah, you just dehydrate exactly. Yeah. Like, which is good. I actually know what is smart of her, because... Well, we'll get into it, but go ahead. You were saying, Julian? Part of her? It was smart of the whole cast. I, mean, I don't even know who brought it up. It was, it, like, her mom or something. It was... Well, it was Shuri and Riri, but... It helps her in the final battle. Because uh, she's like... So. No, yeah, it was like a cool thing how they figured out that, like, well, before he attacked us, he went back into the water. So, like, oh, the water makes him strong. So she's like, let's dry his ass, his dry his ass out. And then they're trying to figure out how to do that while Shuri's making the heart-shaped herb. And they're making the Iron Heart Mark II suit, which looks pretty cool. It's shaped like a heart, if you didn't know. Um... Mm-hmm. People are saying it's like a Power Rangers costume. And I'm like, <laughs> is Power Rangers... I think not people just use the term Power Rangers as like a diss on comic book things. Yeah, like, do you like, hate Power Rangers or something? Oh yeah, speaking of which, rest in peace to um, one of the best Power Rangers that passed away oh, today. Yeah, yeah, as of uh, November mm-hmm. 20th, uh, one of the, the Green Ranger, one of the Green Rangers, he uh, passed away. He was like 40 years old, he was young. He was like... He was 40 years old. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, but, well, the, uh, keep going. On. Keep it, keep it going, Julian. Yeah. So she, um, Sherry's like, all right, because up to this point, Wakanda's pretty vulnerable. They don't have a protector, and then she's like, you know what? I think it's time for the Black Panther to come back. So, surprise, surprise, Sherry becomes the new Black Panther, and um, when she takes the heart shaped herb, she enters the ancestral plane. And, uh, Brandon, you want to take it from here? Yeah, she sees our boy, uh, Killmonger. Yes. And I think it was actually a pretty smart way for him to bring bring back, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Because, uh, everyone's like, oh, he should, he's gonna return to the sequel. And I'm like, but didn't he fucking die? Well. But everyone's nope. like, replace Chadwick Boseman with him. And I'm like, no. No, I'm like, that's, how? that's disrespectful. Dumb. And also, from a story, it's really dumb, but... He comes back in the ancestral plane because, uh, like, of course, in the ancestral plane, when you go there, you expect to see your loved one. Like, T'Challa saw his dad and, like, all the other panthers and shit. Twice he's been there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's more of, like, well, Killmonger explains Killmonger it as, like, you chose. Dad. You chose to, like, mm-hmm. see me. And she's, like, you can see Sherry was in denial because, like, no, I wanted to see my mom. And he's, like, L, no. And he brought up some, like, he brought up some, like, funny points where, like, yeah... You could have been, you know, you could have saved Wakanda if you were more like me. Like, because your father would have killed the girl. Because he killed he my was brother. He And the T'Challa wouldn't, and was too said, noble. He would have been like, you're not going to kill the girl, let's talk it out. Because he let the guy who killed his dad, Zemo, live. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and um, so then, of course, like, she's like, yeah, you are the reason why my brother's dead because you brought on the herbs because you were just a crybaby. And he's like, no, I actually took care of business and I was going to save the world, but uh, LLL. So, mm-hmm. 
And then you, like, like mm. it kind of cuts off, but then you go back to that scene, like, it's subconsciously Shuri did pick Killmonger because she had so much vengeance in her heart to kill Namor. Mm. Exactly. So that's why she took the herb, so she had the power to kill Namor. Not because she had to for people, but deep down, she took it to fucking kill Namor. That's it. Like, I think at that moment, she didn't, like, oh, maybe, maybe like, you know, she cared. But, like, deep down, she just cared about killing Namor. Yeah, that was the only reason, really, I feel like. So that's why she saw Killmonger. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm probably going to have to head out soon. So, like, uh, you guys keep going. I'm just going to quickly put my say in real quick. Um, But representation, perfect. The grief process and everybody's, you know, acting perfect, in my opinion. I mean, Ironheart was a little bit questionable, I'll say that, but you know what, I don't blame her. And, you know, she did good for, like, a, you know, teenage girl who's, you know, experiencing a lot of crazy things while she's in college. So, I mean, it makes sense for her to be the way that she was. Um, for Namor, um, definitely a really good... And, you know, like, for him saying that we will use his resources and, like, we will you know, take his people and study them and, like, figure all these things out about them. You know, he has a reason to protect a city if he's definitely been quiet about it for this long. But I hope that we get to see him later on in the future um, when Secret Wars and everything else is going on. We may see him a character, and the actor did great. Um, Definitely. um, I like really want to see the progress of Shuri becoming Black Panther for sure I want to see the process of her training I want to see the process of her like learning more about um like fighting like T'Challa and you know bringing more reasonable uh that she does for her actions you know what I mean yes hello yeah no no, no, no. sorry yeah. I was muted but yeah I see what you're going I hope I'm glad like they didn't kill off, kill off Namor, because you could. Well, he's a big character, so I'm glad they'll probably do something more with them in the future. Yeah, I just wonder what's gonna happen to Wakanda now. Yes, we'll get into uh, America's kind of losing a war against them. Yeah, because America. But anyways, is that it? Is that all you gotta say? <laughs> um, great movie. Nine point five out of ten for sure. Okay, perfect. And, uh, you know, sad-ass movie, though. It was, as great as it was, it was very sad. Yeah. Great. The boss fight, it was a really good fight. Yeah, better than a PS3 graphic, uh, Killmong versus T'Challa. Yeah. Alright, guys, well, I gotta go. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios. But, back to where we were talking about Killmonger being a bitch, yeah, um... No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about, Julian? Do you remember? Uh, she goes to see Killmonger. Yeah, so she subconsciously they... sees Killmonger, and then she's the new she Black Panther. She gets the powers. Yeah. Like. Um... And then after that scene, she goes to see all the people, and they're like, oh, the Black Panther's here. And then her and M'Baku talk, and then he's like, uh, I get you're the Black Panther, but I don't think your mom wanted vengeance. And then she's like, I don't care. My mom's not here. I'm going to do what I want. And then they're like, all right, we'll, we'll follow your lead. And then they go. 
Oh, to uh, attack Talokan people. Yeah. Um, so like, she, she like she just you know had an interesting conversation where like, you know, I don't give a shit. Like I, you can tell like she was so had so much hatred because she like lost two people she cared about within a span of like pretty much a year, and. Mm-hmm. Like, she straight up just tells him, like, yeah, I won't give a shit if we're gonna have an internal war against the telecons. I'm gonna kill fucking Amor, and there's nothing you can do about it because I'm the Black Panther, and you're just a big, uh, guy. So, of course, everyone's like, yeah, uh, we have a plan to go kill, uh, Namor? Let's go, let's go. It's a pretty good plan. Um, they trap mm-hmm. him in the fucking, uh, uh, Quinjet Wakanda ship, and... They drive, they, they turn on the, uh evaporation thing so yeah. like i it like drains all the water from his body <laughs> yeah i know like i i like the when it comes to their weapons like uh, they like kind of touch upon it but like the ai mentions that like namor wields a, a raw vibranium spear and his people they they wield raw weapons like raw vibranium while the other like the wakandans they all have like uh like refined you know like Pure, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say pure, but, like, more refined and, like, controlled, like, vibranium. Oh. So, like, when he, like, he blew up the ship because it was, like, raw. I don't know. I don't know how the science behind it works, but it's 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 kind of a nice touch. Like, they, you know, they're ancient people. They don't have, like, they didn't, like, advance to the point where they, like, refined their weapons. Like, they just kept it, like, yep, this looks sharp enough. Let's go kill some bastards. Mm-hmm. And it was a good plan, like, to lure out of the ocean, but you guys couldn't be a little bit closer to the shore. So you wouldn't be stuck on a ship. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they thought like, yeah, we can have the ship fly, and then Namor just shows up and blows up the ship with like a twenty million fucking water bombs, whatever the fuck they were called. Those are pretty OP when you think mm-hmm. about it. Like, damn. Like. Yeah, those water bombs were really like. Those are crazy, you. dude. They fucking kill you, dude. But, it's like a water balloon on crack. Pretty much, like or, they'll fucking kill you, or they'll fuck you, blast you across they the fucking explode. Because they're like the size of like a soccer ball, but like when they explode, it's like a freaking tidal wave hits you. Yeah, you pretty know? much, it's just a giant wave hitting you. And then we mm-hmm. get the fucking Black Panther versus uh, the Submariner no- Namor, and you can tell he's fucking whacking the shit out of her. Even when he's dried out, he's like, "Yeah, I'm better," because I'm a male. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's because he's more a fighter. And of course, Shuri. Everyone's everyone's saying, like, how the fuck can she fight? He never, like, showed any skills, blah, blah, blah. Well, A, I'm pretty sure she knows how to fight because the child probably taught her shit. How to fight and shit. Yeah. Better. She Googled it. And secondly, Black Panther how powers... How to fight. She watches Cobra Kai. Yeah, she used Cobra Kai against Namor. And <laughs> secondly, when you're the Black Panther, you inherit the skills of, like, your ancestors. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, people are, I don't know, people like to nitpick on a lot of things like me. But it was a good fight. A lot better than the, uh, than the one we got with, uh, uh, T'Challa and Killmonger with the fucking PS3 graphics. I will say the one thing that's consistent, sort of, I mean, not really in this one, but in the previous one, it was a uh, battle of ideologies also. I mean, I don't know. Was it really in this one? Ideologies, kind of, not it really? It was more of, like, of course, like, the main, like, like theme story is, like, grief and acceptance. But, like, the other part, like, the versus versus is more of, like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Was it, like, more, like, I, I don't know. 
don't fucking know. I mean, if you count ideology but, as as in like they don't want them to attack the surface world out of fear. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. the first one was definitely battles of ideologies. Killmonger's like, I'm gonna kill everybody, you know, who's in power, who's oppressing those people. And T'Challa's like, no, that's not the way. There's like always another way. And then this one, they're kind of just like. It it does it definitely shows how similar, like you get a scene about it too, how similar Kalakon and Wakanda are, and then because Shuri's wants to kill Name, I mean, like she wants him dead, but yeah, the like, scene happens where you just see the similarities, mm-hmm. and then you kind of bet you can see how Shuri's like, you know, we're really similar, you know, and I don't want to like take a ruler away from his people. You know, she's like, that's not who I am. Yeah, because that's like a Zemo, that's the Zemo thing, and she even says the same thing that T'Challa says, like, vengeance has consumed us, it shouldn't consume us any further, it shouldn't consume our people. Like, they have their problems, but they don't want their people to suffer. Essentially. Mm Because those people are innocent. And that fight just felt kind of raw, because you can see her fucking, like, she's struggling, but she's trying her best to fucking kill that bastard. Like, she's like shoving his fuck, her claws into his back, Slicing his face. She ripped, she ripped his wing off. Yeah, she ripped his fucking wing off. And he's like, owie! And she's like, ah, get, 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 get out of here. But she was... <laughs> and then he just straight up stabs her like, yeah, I'll stop, I'm gonna stab you. And he's just like... I that was brutal, her. dude. Dude, I felt that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I need water. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then everyone's like, how did she heal so quickly? I'm like, dude, she has Black Panther powers. How the... People... But I get it because, though, um... It's also the suit. That, and also... Because remember, Killmonger died getting stabbed in the fucking chest. Like, he got mm-hmm. stabbed in the sternum, and he takes it out and he dies. And everyone's just saying, like... Sure, I get it, because he died so easily to a fucking spear in the chest, and she got stabbed really more in the stomachy like, area, or, like, the side of it. Like, I don't know, maybe, like, a large intestine or something, but... I, mean, I don't really know a lot about anatomy, but, like, you could probably survive that. Yeah, so... But she she took it out, so... I don't know. Maybe so... she upgraded the suit to, like, have the healing properties Yeah, I, I, I wish she had a little bit, like, a little scene where she's, like, designed the suit a bit. Because you could tell, like, the little white eyebrow shit was, of course, like, you know, a little callback to the paint that she was wearing during the funeral. Yeah, also, her suit was definitely... It kind of felt more inspired by Killmonger because it was gold, yeah. and T'Challa's suit was just you know the black and the the silver, and that also was like a thing that kind of represented the characters, you know, because yeah, like T'Challa's she... suit it's discreet, you can't really see it, kind of how he wants to run Wakanda, but Killmonger's suit was gold and it very it catches your eye, you know that's how he wanted to rule Wakanda, so people like you know. Knew not to mess with Wakanda, but exactly. Yeah. So, so. Uh, overall, I think we kind of covered the whole movie, but we do have to talk about the post-credit scene. Um. Well, <coughs> let's talk about let's talk a little bit more about anymore because he brings up like a interesting point for his future, as in like mm-hmm. he he basically wanted Wakanda as an ally, like throughout the entire film, he wanted them to be working with him because together they'd be the most powerful people on the planet. But after, like, you know, he almost died, he kind of sees, like, you know, she promised to not expose us, 
But if something happens to them, they have no allies, so they'll come to us, and we'll finally have our excuse to attack the surface world. So he's now just playing the waiting game. Like, yeah, he's not going to outright just you know, expose his people and kill the surface world. He's going to wait until Wakanda needs help, because he knows for a fact that they're going to attack Wakanda for their vibranium. So the I Wakanda's... think maybe that might be the third movie, where like the world nations try to invade Wakanda, you know, and Wakanda might get overwhelmed by it. Yeah, so, um, that's when Namor will finally strike. But, yeah, should we t- shall we talk about the uh, mid credit scene? There's no post credit scene. It's only a mid credit scene. What do you guys think? Um, so, yeah. at the end of the movie, Shuri goes to Haiti. Uh, you know, and she goes to see Nakia. And she finally, because throughout this whole movie, she's kind of, like, the whole, like, she doesn't really care about tradition and stuff. She's like, ah, eh, whatever, I don't really care. Because, like, earlier in the movie, there's a scene where Shuri and her mom are, like, they're at, like, this little thing. They have, like, a fire. Shuri's mom is like, you know, we should burn the robes that we wore to T'Challa's funeral. You know, so we're, like, not holding on to the burden of it. Shuri's like, mom, she's like, I really believe in all this stuff. You know, it's tradition. So she doesn't burn it. But after her mom dies, at the end of the movie, she goes and she burns her movie and she thinks about her brother. And that was a really sweet tribute to Chadwick Boseman also because it just shows all the scenes that they had together. And it was very heartwarming. Yeah, and, it was silent. Know, heart, like, heart-wrenching, too. It was really quiet, yeah. Yeah, except for last when we saw last night, that chick was like, <laughs> fucking coughing, dude. Yeah, dude, I <laughs> was coughing. I felt so bad for, like, laughing. Somebody was... You're telling me you saw the movie and somebody was just coughing? Yeah, like, they were coughing, yes. like, it was a bad cough, like, it sounded like Thor was gonna, like, come out, dude, they were like, Ugh. <laughs> it was so bad, but me and Julie were like, mm. but dude, I was in pain, them, dude. I, I was in pain, I had a headache throughout the entire movie, the second time, first time, yeah, his head was down, dude, I had a headache throughout the entire fucking movie, so, like, I was in pain for two and a half, more than two and a half hours, like, fuck, so, wait, let's continue, Julian. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck, sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she finally gets, like, that peace and acceptance of, like, because her mom is, like, you know, they're not always gone. Shuri's like, yes, they are, they're gone. And then Shuri's kind of like, all right, you know what, I kind of see what my mom was saying. They're not really gone, you know, as long as we keep them in our memories, they're not going to be gone. And the movie credits roll, and we cut to the scene again. And Nakia walks down with a kid, and then she's like, "This is my son, Toussaint." And then Shuri's like, "Uh," and then then Nakia goes, "This is your auntie." And then Shuri's like, "Hold up, time out." And then she's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And then he's like, "Can you keep a secret?" And she's like, "Yeah, what's up?" <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing. And then he goes, Toussaint is my Haitian name. He's like, my real name is T'Challa. Uh, he's like, I am Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. And Shuri was like, damn, you know. Like, that really hit home for her. But she was like, you know, T'Challa isn't really gone, you know. Like, he had a son. And that they also explain why they didn't go to the funeral in Ikea. Because they planned beforehand about if he ever died, that he didn't want them to go to the funeral. And she was like, okay, I understand. 
they have their own little ceremony. Yeah. So I think it definitely opens the door for future Black Panther uh, projects because he technically is Prince T'Challa. So there could be a different version of T'Challa yeah, like, in the MCU. But I guess time will tell, you know. Yeah. I'll get into that later. Um, also, like, yeah. we kind of just glossed over but we didn't know until, like, our second viewing. And, of course, we had news for it. But, like, M'Baku is now the new king of Wakanda. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, Thomas, like, he's the new king. Like, he, like, they showed up, they did a little story, and he's like, yeah, I'm here to, like, for the throne. And nobody challenged him because... Sure, he went to Haiti. Oh, that's what that was for. Okay. Yeah, so he's the new king of Wakanda. Yeah, I didn't know. And then Winston Duke, he goes, he was, he took over the Marvel Studios page, and he's like, "Yes, guys, uh, I am the new king of Wakanda, Mbaku." And I was like, "Wait, yeah. what?" Yeah. So yeah, we have the yeah. king, and that's uh, that's Mbaku. So he's the new Wakanda king. So it's gonna be interesting. Like, I thought at the end, like, maybe Shuri's like, I don't want to be Black Panther anymore. You can be Black Panther. And he'd be like, huh? And then, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind that either because, but of course, they, they're going to have, like, a, oh, they set up the tall Jr. So he'll probably, in the next few years, be, like, 18 years old and, you know, be heir to the throne. Maybe there'll be two Black Panthers. Exactly. We'll see. And then, um, but how I would handle it is probably multiverse stuff if they really wanted to, like, because they have a different version, but. Of course, they didn't want to recast him, except his family. Like, I think his brother wanted, like, him to them to recast uh, the child, but they're like yeah. saying it's too soon. And I'm like, I can understand that, but if you have permission from his family to like do it, do it, dude. Like, uh, but they did respect it. They did, you know. Like, I'm, like they did a pretty good job with it, you know, and like being like, he's not alive, but he is here. Yeah, so, like, it was a good movie for... It must have been a really hard movie for them to make. I mean, of course, like, there were some set problems and on-set problems. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, certain controversies, of course, you know, um, the, the actress... Tisha Wright, yeah, she got... She was, intri- she was injured. Yeah, so she got then... back broken. So, and of course, yeah. you know, COVID restrictions. Like, they were filming during COVID, so... But otherwise... It was yeah, it was a uh, it was a good movie. Um, I'm gonna read Jane's review right now because he probably wants to review. But yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Also, really quick, um, I'm gonna quote quote. I can't talk. I'm gonna quote Cosmonaut, uh, the YouTuber. He is like, this is a movie that they um they had all the right reasons to cancel, but they didn't because you know you can tell the people that made it really cared. You know, and, like, it doesn't feel like a studio-mandated film. It just feels like a movie made by people who give a shit. Exactly. And that's definitely, like, it's very true. When you see this movie, you're like, damn. The filmmakers, pretty much everybody involved really cared about this movie and gave it their all making it. Exactly. So, so yeah. It... Now it's time for Jaden's review. Yeah, so for his, for his uh, score, he gives it 8 out of 10. He says it's a lot better than the last opening scene. Almost made him cry because it's too real. I guess he relates because I don't know some people who died. But like I brought up earlier, he said Neymar was decent villain. Killmonger is better, but Neymar was a better character. Uh, I do agree with this. Umbaku did deserve more screen time. So because he says his, they kind of beefed it up. From yeah, because he only showed up in like a couple scenes, and but he should have been a little bit bigger character. Like he was kind of there just comic relief and then yeah he got serious like he was good he was really good in the serious moments like you could tell he was conflicted and like 
you know, he had points to his to his arguments. So yeah, and it would have made the you know the king of making him king of Wakanda like a little bit more impactful. But yeah, that's that's probably why my one my one gripe is you should give him Mbaku more screen time. To be honest, um, explain, explain that he's king instead of just showing us that he walks through a thing and that's it. Yeah, I mean it's up to interpretation, but it's whatever. Uh, Ironheart CG was not very good to be honest. Um, it was alright. It, it was alright. It, it wasn't Iron Man Endgame bad. I feel like that was like there the was... worst like Iron Man MCU like CG is just his Mark Fifty suit was so bad. In Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Endgame was fine. Yeah, Infinity War, like, because it was an all CG suit and it was like, oof. Because I can tell this is probably one of Marvel's like first few attempts trying to do an all CGI suit. Because before then, the first one they did all. No, they the had they suit. had a. They had a top half of version of the suit. Like mm-hmm. they had like the helmet and the torso and the arms, but they didn't have like the waist and legs, so Yeah. But her Mark One suit was practical, like they actually built that. Mark two, of course, and probably CG. They did have a practical Mark Two C uh, suit yeah. on set. But um I don't know. And they said yeah. he says he loved how they how Namor says Imperious Rex, like he says it in the movie. What is, is Imperious like, Rex? For those who don't know, I don't. But so, it, what is it? Oh, he Jane said this something that Namor says in the comics. Like he said it was a meme or something. I don't fucking know. Don't if he was here, he'd explain it. Uh, and then, oh yeah, totally forgot. There's like two characters that show up in this movie. So the first one is Everett Ross. Like he was in the last movie. Uh, he had a pretty substantial role in the first movie. Like he was kind of important. Mm-hmm. He shows back up in this movie, but he doesn't really do anything. Like, he just kind of walks around America with a character that's popped up in the Phase 4 a few times, which is Val. Valentina DeFontaine or whatever. No, Valentina Allegra DeFontaine. And they were married. Apparently, yeah, they were. Yeah. I'm going to say, the whole subplot could have been left out. I really, like, don't care about them. Yeah, like, you could have had Everett Ross show up, like, probably at the funeral, and... And maybe like I had him talk, had him talk to him about it then. Yeah, but he didn't really do anything in the film. He tried to help Wakandans, and Val's like, "I get, get, I betrayed you. I'm arresting you." And then he gets free at the end. So he's gonna be in Secret Wars, though. Not Secret Wars, Secret Invasion. So right. yeah, uh, whenever that's coming. I'm gonna be that's... honest. When Val what? showed up, I kind of got like, bro, like why? Yeah, because Jaden explains like, like she doesn't really need to, she doesn't need to be in this movie. Yeah, because Jaden explained, like, when is she going to do something? Because right now she's being a bitch in the movies, and it's kind of annoying, which she kind of is, because, like, she's showing up for, like, five minutes every other time, and she's an asshole, and then leaves, like... So connect the movies to the to the TV shows? True, but, like, her character's This one really doesn't do anything to connect it with the other ones. Yeah, like, oh, she's kind of nice? Okay, cool. But then, like, she becomes an asshole at the end, so, like, it doesn't matter. It's probably setting up Thunderbolt bullshit, because she's confirmed for Thunderbolts, which is, like, a movie that's coming out. I mean, her other two appearances kind of set up things, like Black Widow, when she shows up, she's recruiting uh, Yelena in Falcon and Winter Soldier, she shows up. She's recruiting U.S. agent, you know? So that stuff makes sense. This one was just kind of like... She probably was has... Shoehorned in. Yeah, it was... She didn't need to be there. And Roster, like, you could have had that time to, like, I don't know, give M'Baku or spend a little bit more time in Telegram. That's also my, my other 
like, minute because they didn't spend too much time at Telecom. Like, it was just a couple scenes. It, it wasn't like, I would assume, like, it would be at least kind of maybe a quarter of the movie or half. But, like, they spent, like, a few scenes underwater. Not, like, the little cavern they were at. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, uh, he yeah. said Atlantis intro was fucking scary. And I don't know why he said Atlantis. It's telecon. Stupid Jay didn't get it right. Um, reminded me of Jordan Peele type of horror movies. So that was a decent surprise. So he was talking about the... Oh, in the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. That was scary. The fucking music when they were all, like, humming and shit. Like, ah, ah, fucking that shit. Yeah, that was it, fucking yeah. scary, dude. I'm like, Jesus fucking uh, Christ. Like... It was off-putting very much. Yeah, so. I was just like, and it, it kind of it's kind of funny because like mermaids, like they would make they would sing and men would come in the ocean. They would eat the men. That's that's kind of what it's you know based off. <laughs> of. So there's that. They would eat the men. Eat the men, yeah, whatever. Um, he's like, is Mbaku king now? Yes, he is king. Yes. Uh, Killmonger cameo was decent. Uh, I think it was good. Like for a cameo yeah. for a I, dead character, it was utilized pretty good. Me so. personally, I'm gonna say this really quick. When he showed up. It definitely threw me off. I was like, oh, shit. I thought they were going to do CGI Chadwick Boseman. And I was mentally preparing myself for that. <coughs> I was like, all right. I'm like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, they had the best intentions doing it. But then Killmonger showed up. And I was like, oh, wait. I was like, hold up. I was like, this just got interesting. And then he was like, what's up, little cousin? Yeah, then, it's like, you can take care yeah. of business like me. And I'm like, dude, he be talking like my young dad. But anyways, um, he's better than the last one, if I'm being honest. Which, you know, understandable. Like, I didn't like, like, the first Black Panther is kind of overrated. Like, there are some good moments, and there's some kind of bad ones. The first act, the first, the first act, two acts are pretty good. And then, yeah, the final act is kind of bad. Like the first two acts, the first, it, had, it was great introduction to Wakanda and how their culture works. Second act, you in, you finally you invite the conflict, and then it kind of just mm-hmm. executes pretty poorly. So, but this movie really, I think it was pretty good. Like the first act was just everybody grieving. Second act, oh the problem arises, and the third act, it's pretty good. Like it pre- stays pretty consistent in my opinion compared to the first movie. So, um, yeah, that's that's what he said about it. Eight out of ten. Uh, we can give it ratings now, too, because I give it 8 out of 10, because, A, I agree with them. They should have utilized M'Baku more. Uh, yeah. They should have probably not put in... I mean, they could have put in Ross, because he was a big part in the first movie, but they didn't have to put in Val and all that shit. And we needed to spend more time with Talokin, to be honest, because I wanted to see more Talokin, so... Otherwise, yep, that's, <coughs> that's my old, like, problems I have with the movie, so... Who's next? Um, go, go for it. Want me to go? Okay. Yes. Um. Well, if I'm being honest, eight out. Of, would you say, Brandon, eight out of ten? I'm giving the out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I was about to. I was pretty much going to give it the same. I almost gave it a nine, but like, there's a few things where I'm like, I don't know. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a movie I wanted to go see, or didn't have to feel like I needed to go see. But I'm glad I did go see it. Um. Yeah. Overall, it was a good movie in general. As as far as the movie goes, it was fine. It was a good movie. I liked it. As far as like MCU stuff, it does establish a lot of things, which is good. It doesn't establish enough. No, it doesn't establish enough. But it's whatever. It's not supposed to establish anything. It's more no. of a Wakandan self-centered story. Exactly. Know? Yeah, but it explains some stuff, put some characters in place, and... It really didn't set up anything in the future with the post-credit stuff because there's only one thing, and it was only. All, my only opinion going into it now is that uh, 
the reason they made it um the reason they made it so that way the his son was in it or whatever is so that they could keep the licensing <laughs> and they keep it in the future so they can keep having Black Panther in the future. Not like they were gonna lose the rights to it or anything, but it's so that way they can keep making Black Panther movies later down the line in like twenty fifty. If the Marvel movies don't end, I have a feeling the MCU might end with Secret Wars. Because, like, what could you do without something. it? Like, you could probably just focus on X-Men and Fantastic Four, but that's about it, to be honest. Well, yeah, right, I, I mean, honestly, but they still haven't even announced anything of Phase 5, so... You know, they have they only have, like, three they, things. They did announce Phase 5. You're talking about Phase 6. They did phase announce, 6, yeah. They, they only announced, like, three things coming in Phase 6, which is... It was... King Fantas- Dynasty. Fantastic Four, King Dynasty, Secret. Secret Wars. That's it. That's it. But they said there's a lot more projects in those. Yeah, like, they're probably going to so, put... They haven't announced any Spider-Man movies yet, because they're in the Spider-Man movies. There's oh, yeah. Deadpool 3. Yeah, there's that. Uh, with Hugh Jackman coming back. Yay! What else? But, um... Anything else you want, Julian? What was your rating? Um, I'm going to give it a 9. I gave it a 9 before. Like, as I... When I first watched it, I gave it a 9. I feel like, me personally, I give movies, a lot of movies, nines. Um, and then I, later on, I change my ratings. Like, Thor, I gave it a nine at first. But after looking back on it, it's like a seven, maybe a 6.5. Um, but this one definitely earns the nine rating. I've seen it three times, uh, twice with Brandon. Uh, yeah, I think it's definitely worthy of a nine in my book, at least. Because like, I... Um, I really enjoyed this movie, if I'm being honest. It was a really good movie. And, uh, yeah, 9 out of 10 for me. Well, Wanna wrap it up, Killmonger? Yeah, we can wrap this up. Uh, it was good. Good movie. Definitely recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, I'm glad they made the, the movie. Yes. Like, I'm glad they didn't cancel it, because, you know, they managed to make it work, so... Because they could have canceled it for all things considered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like like you said, they had every reason to cancel it, and they decided not to because they wanted to make it for Chadwick and for us. So, yes. huge W. So, alright. Until next time, guys. We shall stay united. Alrighty. Alright. Wakanda forever. Rise, Talokan!